Hello, my name is Xavier Mercado, and this is Spearhead Conversations. Today, I'm joined by special guest Reggie Smooth as Butter Brown. For over three decades, he's been representing Milwaukee. His energy has vibrated through those airways on V100. Um, I reached out, and we got an answer. Um, as, as much as that is, you know, I look up to this man, and I'm, I'm honored to say today we got him here with us. So without further ado, how you doing, Reggie? Man, I'm blessed, man. How you feel? I'm doing good. Doing good, man. Good. Is this a studio where Harry Glenberg was, man? No, no, no. That was no. actually in his office. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, man. So no man. diamonds around no anywhere? No diamonds around. No. Oh, man. <laughs> man oh, so man. Yeah, um, Harry is actually married to my cousin. Really? Okay. So, yeah, um, when he did that interview with me, um, yeah. it was a blessing. You yeah. know, it was awesome. Good dude, Family man. being able. Oh, definitely, definitely. Yeah. He's always extended. He actually got me the the Hupy and Abraham. Oh, really? Um, interview that I did. Ooh. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, man, it's it's been a it's been a journey through these interviews, and um, it's good having people like Harry is has been a, a definite a definite help. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. But um, it's all good. On a U V one hundred. V one hundred. Yes, I've yeah. been I've been listening since I was a kid and always wondered <laughs> what you look like. Heard your voice, uh -huh. but now I could put the face. You thought I was tall voice. with a beard and everything, huh? Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Uh, Smooth as butter. Here I am. All right. Well, other than that, how you been? Good, man. You know, I'm still out here on these streets doing these clubs and everything, parties and commercials all over the U.S. But I'm here. Yeah. I'm here. Yes, sir. Awesome. Well, that's a blessing. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I, I, I'll say it like this. You know, I, I I look up to everything you've done for the community. Thank you. And um, I, I'm, I'm really honored for you to step onto the platform. That's all good. I appreciate you, man. All right. Let's jump into it, man. Let's go. <laughs> so uh, wh where were you born? Where are you from? I was born in Goldsboro, North Carolina, man. I'm a country boy. Okay. On the farm, I was driving big trucks when I was... 11, 12 years old, big trucks of tobacco. Because we grew up on a farm and we had a tobacco uh, uh, plant as well. Yeah. So, you know, um, but I grew up in the summer. In like the early 70s, we moved here. Mm. You know, my mother and father met at Seymour Johnson Air Force Base. Wow. In uh, Goldsboro, North Carolina. So um, uh, we moved here and I've been here since I was like second, third grade. Okay. Yep. So grew up in Milwaukee. I love Milwaukee. It's my city now. Yeah. Yeah. You know, everyone always uh, you know, says, Oh, Milwaukee's small. But we're really not. Yeah. I mean, it's a it's a bigger city than you think. It sure is. <laughs> it sure is. I'm still me I've been in the game a long time. I'm still meeting new people who's been here forever. So Yeah. How was your uh, upbringing? Uh pretty good. Pretty good. We um I grew up <coughs> excuse me, I grew up on um well, uh, Sixth and Keith back in the day. Then we moved to the East Side, Fratney, between Fratney and uh, between Monarchy and Wright on Fratney, with the Riverside, Franklin Pierce. Uh, Riverside was my school. In the junior senior year, um, MPS, uh, strangely enough, had schools with specialties. 
So if you maintain a B average or better in your junior, senior year, you can go to a yeah. certain school with a specialty. Washington had uh, computers, North Division. My dentist went to North Division. That's a school for oh, dentistry. Wow. And uh, Riverside was business. But mm-hmm. John Marshall High School was for broadcasting, radio and television. Yeah. So in my junior, senior year, I went to Marshall in the morning and Riverside in the afternoon. And that's how I picked up all my skills, man. Are you that, so you could have, man? Yeah, yeah. So uh, I was in the on the radio in high school. That is fire! Yeah. Oh my god! Did all the parties, man? I just love music and love radio. And one teacher said, "Hey, this guy's good." The next teacher said, "Let's hire him." And you know, so and so and so. So they were taking me out of school to do noon hour dances at other schools. It was crazy. Oh, wow. I never went to my prom. I was the DJ at my prom, you know, and a bunch of other proms coming up. That's too, how you so. know when it's Liddy. Yeah, I know. I did take dates though. You know, I yeah, did for take sure. dates. You know, you, you sit just right flexed. here. You sit right here, baby. <laughs> Let me do my thing. You know, yeah. So. Um, yeah, but uh came up in Milwaukee, did my thing. I went to school, uh, to college. And then when I got out of college, I went to, uh, I came back home. I was a film major. Film was my thing, you know, working in the industry. I used to work, yeah. uh, work for this company called Moynihan and Associates. And, um, I was the boom operator. So I was the guy on the end of one of these things right here. That holds here. the arm, yeah. Yeah, but I was on a big Mo Richards, big boy, you know, working <laughs> yeah. it. So that was good money back in the day. So yeah. uh, a guy heard me in the club because I was a club DJ too, asked me if I wanted to be on radio. And the rest is history. I've been here, Chicago, uh, St. Louis, back to Milwaukee. So here yeah. I am. I've been back home since November 2nd, 1998. Wow, been on V one hundred. So you were a kid then. So yeah, man. man. Yeah, I was in the third grade. Ninety eight. Ninety eight. Yeah, third okay. grade. Yeah, I had just moved to South Milwaukee. Really? From Milwaukee. Okay. Yeah. So little suburb. Okay. Between Cudahy and Oak Creek. There you go. I was but, coming back from St. Louis. Uh, I worked in Chicago twice. I did two tenures in Chicago. Yeah. And um, I went to St. Louis for eight months. The money was great at this station, yeah. but um, I was the voice of this one station. And, uh, you know, the drops you hear in between, you know, Magic mm-hmm. 105, where hip hop lives. <laughs> I did all of that. So, but I was lonely. The money was great, but yeah. I was lonely. I didn't know anybody. Wow. So I got the call three times to come back here, and the third time I just said, "Yeah, I'll come back to Milwaukee." So and look at that, man! Here I am with you right our now, Airways, man. Yes, holding it down. Yeah, yeah. So, who were um, some influences um, you looked up to growing up? Ooh, man! When I was in high school, junior high, there was this guy on the radio. His name was Doctor Bob. Okay, and uh, he wore a doctor suit and everything at appearances and everything, and he was rapping before rap exists existed uh he would say like uh i'm a chick chaser and a money waster from whitefish <laughs> bay to cutter hey you can hear some of his stuff on really he was great they even buried him in his doctor suit hey man yeah we gotta do this yeah man for real give yeah. him his flowers real quick <laughs> yes yes let me see steve haywood who moved to atlanta before the south took over he was a part of atlanta blowing up yeah. Uh, Steve Haywood, Jerry Smoking B, those are my idols. Um, Steve got there. Everybody in the industry that started out in the Atlanta rap, they yeah. know Steve, and he has plaques from all of them okay. because he put them on the map, you know. Um, 
But those, he's from here. Yeah. He went to MATC. Now he owns about six stations, six radio wow. stations. Two in Atlanta, his biggest stations in Charlotte. Uh, down south, he's all over the place. Man, from well, here. if you you plant that seed and you yep. water it yep. right, that's You're the right. that's the pure definition. Now look at them, six studios You're in, right. and yep. man, the yep. numbers keep coming in. Why not? <laughs> yeah, no, no. So those are some of my idols coming up in yeah. the mail. Yeah. Why mm -hmm. um why is uh, music such a passion for you? Because it is, man. It's a getaway for me. Music, yeah. I love all types of music. And growing up in North Carolina, I used to hear everything from rock. You'd be surprised what I listened to. Yeah. From rock to reggae to country to uh, salsa, merengue, all Look of that. I listened know. to everything, man. <laughs> I was born into hip-hop. Yeah. Know? Someone asked me what is my favorite hip-hop song of all time. And I got to say Rapper's Delight, because when I was in eighth grade, there was a station here called Disco 99. Okay. And they had the best signal. And my grandmother bought me a boombox. Now, it was this big with one speaker on it yeah. and a cassette deck. And I used to record that song all the time, mm -hmm. you know, um, the Sugar Hill Gang. Um, man, Rapper's Delight, that was the song. So, um that's my favorite song, yeah. hip hop song, to get, you know, to kick oh, off. Oh, definitely. This. So I was born into this game. So music is a love yeah. for me, man. My range of music, too, you know? Yeah. It, it, from Spanish all the way to country, rock, uh, hip hop. I write music. So, you yeah, know, that's, that's one good. of the passions that's more on the background. I did have a stint where I did, um, it was back in 2016 where I dropped a couple of tracks. Really? Um, yeah, me and a buddy, we uh, went to high school together and for years, didn't hear of him and then all of a sudden we ran into each other That's i showed him some of my work and he's like okay let's 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 put it down and you know we made it work and then i, I put b about five six tracks and then he ended up moving oh but mm -hmm. um man what he provided me with to be able to express that that mm -hmm. part of me it was good it was refreshing but That's, um i i owe that to just like the the diversity in, in the, the music i like to hear because i mean from all different walks of life, you could take little pieces, right? Little pieces of that and put it together. That's but right. I love music. Music's therapy. That's good. I was a rapper too, man. Uh, in my room and in the shower. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I never put nothing out or anything. You know, I played in bands. You know, I played in the Rolling Stones. You know, uh, in my room, yeah. uh, cooling the gang, all of them. Oh, I played right. trumpet and bass back in the day, and drums too. So my mom used to have a ninety-eight point three blasting. Um, of course, Sundays, um, you know, Spanish music when she cleaning the house. There Mark Anthony, Hector Lavoe, yeah. you know, the whole, Man, okay. all the oldies, but. Um. Me tengo que ir. <laughs> hey, yeah. yeah. There oh, you yeah. go, bro. Oh, yeah. But it's, um, yeah, man, gotta love music. Yeah, bro. yeah, yeah. So when when was it? Because you said you were in high school, yeah. Um, doing DJing dances. You were also, yeah. you know, the different schools. When did you know that radio was a career path you wanted to pursue? Well, um, when I got out of college, and uh, when I got out, I was working for a film production company, Moynihan and Associates. And that's where the money was, working 12 hours a day. I was getting checks for seven fifty a week. Oh, wow. So I had a Jaguar. I had some everything, motorcycle, you know, van, everything. Yeah. But uh, uncle, when I got to Chicago, Uncle Sam hit me in the stomach. He said, <laughs> you 
pay your taxes. You were getting seven fifty a week. Give me my money. Yeah. And uh, he hit me hard. That's another story. <laughs> but I was also doing clubs because I was a DJ serving up the songs, you know, and everything. And um, there was a guy's name is Jimmy Smith. He came to the club that I was at, Sonny's on Broadway, and he heard me in the club. And he said, hey, come to the station, uh, Hot 102, and do a drop for me. You know, hi, this is Reggie Brown. You know, you're listening to my guy, Doc Jones, in the morning. You're listening to Hot 102. Yeah. And I did that, and he heard me. He said, you sound good. You want to work here? I said, I used to work here before. He oh. said, come on, get this job. So the club owner said, yeah, 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 it'll be good for the club. You know, it was $7 an hour, you know. Yeah. So good. I would do a four-hour shift. That's 20 bucks, not minus <laughs> in taxes. That's 28 bucks, not minus in taxes. But anyway, I did it. And um, that guy, Jimmy, went to Chicago. He became the program director of the year. Went to a station called WGCI in Chicago. Okay. He was leaving a party for Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis at Flight Time Studios, driving through Milwaukee, headed back to Chicago. Heard me on the radio. He said, let me see if Reggie wants to come up to Chicago and work on weekends. And I said, no, man, I don't deal with Chicago. No, no, Milwaukee's a big yeah. city, you know. So he said, just do it. It'll help your career. So I did. I was still working film. And then I worked there three months part-time. And he asked me, you want to work full-time, nights, 6 to 10? So that was your break. That was my break. Ooh, boy. And, yeah, and, and I you know what? I declined at first. Wow. I declined at first. Because I'm a film dude. Yeah, yeah, He's, yeah. So he broke it down. How many hours uh, a day are you working for this film production company? I said, man, from 8 to 12, you know, 8 to 12 hours a day. He said, all I need you is for four hours. He said, how much are you making? I said, oh, man, I'm getting like $750 a week. Oh, so he did the math. He said, I'm going to pay you this. And he wrote for four hours. And he wrote down $65,000. And I said, is that a lot? So I, asked, <laughs> I asked my father. He said, boy, if you don't take that money, I'm kicking you out the house. Yeah. And uh, I did it. I did it. I, I I got rid of my job, my film job, and I did it. And I was in heaven. I was lonely at first in Chicago. Oh, yeah. But um, so I was so lonely. My grandmother went to church with Oprah's mom, and I asked Oprah's mom oh, wow. see if she can get me a job working for Oprah. Because I was there six to ten at night during the day. I didn't know anybody in Chicago. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm at the crib watching soap operas before I go to work, and then um, I got the job. I was Oprah's floor director. Yeah, I met this lady, Mickey Sadoff. She's the lady that started Mothers Against Drunk Drivers. Okay. I met the actor Tom Selleck. Then on the third day that I was there. Uh, on Friday, she didn't record on Fridays. It was break. So I'm at lunch, and a girl says, because my name in Chicago was Jammin' Dave Michaels. Jammin' Dave Michaels. Yep. <laughs> yeah. no, nobody knew me outside of my jobs as Reggie Brown. So a girl, she said, um, there's some guy on the phone. His name is Marv Dyson. Um, he wants to talk to you. I said, how do you know I was here? I don't know so he put him through it. And that was the general manager of GCI. He oh, said, wow. what are you doing working for Harpo? I was like, <laughs> you know, I'm a film major and I need something to do during my time. You know, so from eight to five, I work for Oprah, walk around the corner to the radio station and be on air at six. He said, no, 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 no. Um, we'll get stuff for you during the day. You'll visit schools and stuff. So point blank, it's either Harpo or Gannett. That was the name of the company. So I yeah. said Gannett. And it worked out for the best. It did. It worked out for the best. I'm glad he made that move on me. Yeah. You know, but um, 
uh, it really worked out for the best. So it seems like you know you, you're on your path. Yeah, and and it, everything falls into place. That's how I feel at the the point I'm at mm-hmm. because it's like with this started off as a vision, right? And just trying to change a different, just take a different approach, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and. Um, where it's led is is getting these interviews with people like you, but like all walked. I think I'm at 26, 27 already. Oh, that's good. So it's just like, but in, in that journey, it the thing that tells me that it's uh, I'm on the right path is that everything just keeps falling in place. That's good. Stay on it, man. Stay. You got to stay on the path. I'm gonna try. Next thing you know, you'll be on CNN. CNN, baby, going on somewhere doing your thing, man. Yeah, that's all good. So, how would you define your work ethic? Oof, man, I'm a perfectionist. Uh, Point blank and simple, I gotta have, I gotta have it done right. Whatever I do, you know, I'm in the studio. It might take somebody, uh, one of my coworkers, my colleagues at work. 10 minutes to do a commercial, but I'm putting 30 minutes in because oh, yeah. I want it done perfect, you know. Yeah. Uh, I do commercials for a lot of uh, other stations around the U.S. Um, like Shaq, every year he has this big Halloween party in Phoenix because he played in Phoenix, and he always calls me to do his commercials. <laughs> there and you it, go. And it might take me, it might take me maybe an hour and a half to do a 30-second commercial because it got it has to be done right. It has you to. Know? So, and I listen to it over and over like it's a song. Yeah. Just to, no, oh, let me change this. Let me put this effect on this. So uh, I'm perfectionist. I got to have it right. I, I You know, like, with the, the platform I got going, like, I'm all about quality. Yeah. Quality over quantity. Yeah. You know, at the end of the day, as long as someone's listening and someone's watching. Right. I just, when they do watch or they do listen, I want them to, to have that quality. Yeah. So I can understand why you do that because, man, I be in yeah. my head, man. It, it, it's a roller coaster. It's right. waves, dude, man. Right. Before I actually get yeah. the, 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 get it down. But, um, yeah, I'm on a, I'm on a hip hop station too. And people ask me, why are you still in the clubs? You don't need them. I don't need them. The money's good, but like a boxer, you got to stay in shape. Yep. You know, you got to know your surroundings. You got to know the music. I don't want to be the guy that's on the radio that doesn't go to clubs. Yeah. You know, so I'm in the clubs three to four nights a week working. You know, I don't go just to watch, you know, unless it's someone's birthday that I know. But I go in there and work. So I DJ two nights a week and I host the other two nights. Man, the, the, the way I see it, man, mm-hmm. it seems like you always working, man. Yeah, I know. I'm out here, man. I'm always yeah. doing it. Yep. I'm what doing. um what, what what motivates that? What's the ambition? Like like all that, just like cause it it's a lot of hours, man. I know just sleep. just to be in shape. If <laughs> if I'm not working, I'm at home playing Call of Duty. Yeah, <laughs> period. Because that's that relaxes me. Yep, Call of Duty relaxes me. Um, uh, it really does. My phone. I play late night too. So my, hey, man, yeah. during that pandemic. <laughs> oh man. Oh man. <laughs> Come on now. My wife could tell you I was, yes. uh, you know, and this is, I, I quit drinking, but this is before I quit drinking. You know, I'm in that pandemic, got a Heineken, and I got my cousins <laughs> from New York because I'm from the South Bronx. Really? Okay. Like I was born in the South Bronx and okay. then we moved here when I was six months. But with my cousins, man, yeah. up until like two, three in the morning. Two, three. That's early, man. That's lunchtime <laughs> for me. 
two, three. I sign on around one thirty, two o'clock. In the oh, morning. there you go. I'm in a clan and everything, man. Yeah. This guy's I never. Well, one guy from New York. I met him. His name is Breezy. But it's other guys. I only know them by their voice. I never seen them. And yeah. there's twelve of us in this clan. And um, during the pandemic, my fingers had blisters. Man. <laughs> Bought new uh, new controllers and everything. Man, my fingers yeah. had blisters. Call of Duty is the only game I play. Working it for iHeart, um, they send us all the games. They send us Madden. They send us uh, the soccer game, the baseball game, the NBA 2K. All I have to do is get the game, take a picture, put it on my social media, and that's it. Hey, well, but, I'll yeah, be contacting you. Yeah, I don't play those games, though. <laughs> yeah. They never send me Call of Duty. I want Call of Duty. Yeah, Call so of I got to go buy Call of Duty, all the extras, all the perks. I, I'm the Call of Duty dude. That's all yeah. I play. And I'm a camper, too. That's right. People hate campers. Snipe. I, yeah, I got the big LMG, and when you run, you run slow. Yep, so yep. I'm an easy target to kill. So people get mad. Why are you camping, bro? Why are you camping? Because you yep. got to work to kill me. You got to work. work. You got to earn your kills. So. And I win sometimes, too. I get my 30 kills. I play free-for-all. So. Yeah. Um, but I get my 30 kills, so. That big LMG, I'm running around like this, and everybody else running real fast. I'm an easy target. Yeah. By the time I raise my gun, you done moved out the way, put your gun <laughs> up, and shot me. Yeah. So, yeah, so I camp. I'm I'm hot. I'm shooting in the ankles. There you go. Pow. So um, that's one of the ways you, you yep. keep yourself relaxed, and, and relaxed motivated. And, yep. Man, yep. What, what's, uh, what, what other things you... you uh, I swim. Um I play instruments too. I have. A, I just bought a new. Um, it's called the Akai sixty one keyboard. So I'm into that now. Okay. Uh, I might practice DJing a little bit. I bought this new Pioneer uh, Flex ten controller. I just got in the mail, so I'm working with that. But um, uh, at home, I'm a homebody. I'm a homebody. I like to watch TV too. So I think I think that's important. Yeah, you got to be able to separate, you know, the job mm -hmm. from yep. from life and 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 find that, you know, doing yeah. what you what you ultimately want to do, you know, because yeah. you shouldn't be a you shouldn't box yourself into a yeah in a, into a cage or a prison type, you know. Yeah, but um, but twenty twenty four, I got a big, big, big thing. For Milwaukee, get ready. It's going to be major. You're going to hear about it. Okay. You're hearing it first right here. I'm not going to tell you what it is. Yes. But I'm going to have a new business. It's not a club or anything or restaurant or anything. But get ready. Get ready, people. Yes. You hear get this? Ready. You heard it here first. That's right. Hey, there it is. Yes. <laughs> so um, with radio, what are some pros, cons? You know, because you've been in the business over three decades, man. Ooh, yeah. Well, uh, let me tell you about Chicago. So my real name is Reggie Brown. That's my real mm -hmm. name. Yeah. But I had an alias in Chicago, Jammin' Dave Michaels. Yep. And um, the people in Chicago are a little aggressive, especially when I got there. They want to meet the new guy. They want to see who he is. And, girl, I heard he lives in this apartment complex. Yeah, so one incident I had um, were some girls, they were – it was just some some young girls. Yeah. They came to my car, my apartment complex because they saw my car. Okay, and um, they just knew I lived there. And the place where I stayed had everybody name everybody's name okay, on the boxes. Yep. You mm -hmm. know, so they were looking for Jamming Dave, Dave Michaels, Dave Michaels. But my name is Reggie Brown, Brown, and it's on the box. So I'm in my crib 
watching them on camera. I could see, I was on the 15th floor. I could see the girls pull up and be around my car and look in. I'm like, what the heck? <laughs> so, um, but I was watching them on my cameras. Yeah. And then I got on the mic and said, hey, what are you guys doing? Who are you looking for? Uh, does Jim and Dave live here? Uh, I don't know who that is. Okay. So, but um, I mean, that's one thing, you know, yeah. privacy. I love my privacy though. Yeah. But like my guy, one of my mentors, Tom Joyner, he told me, if you're going to be in this business, you got to, you know, take yeah. it as it is. You got to kiss the ugly babies and hug the ugly women. You got to do all of that. <laughs> you got to, you're going to yeah. be in it. You're in it. You know, yeah. you never know. So, um, and I, I'm an open guy. I'm a free guy. I, you know? Yeah. I give them love. I give everybody love because they made me who I am. So yeah, Can so never, it's like that. Yeah, so I've I've, I've loved this whole journey. You know, yes. I, like I said, I, I've met people all different walks of life and heard all different type of stories. And you know, it's an appreciation when you when you really look back and you start reflecting on yeah. like what's being built out of these experiences. Right, just the wisdom you walk away with, knowing that. You know, this is a love for the city. Yeah. This is this is something that you're working towards that you actually yeah. love. Yep. Yep. So one one of the pros are just I get to go to all the shows. I don't really work. I don't work. Yeah, man. Once it becomes work, I'm out. I'm yeah. gone. So I'm having fun. Um um going to all the concerts and everything. Yeah. Future was just here. Yeah. Here I am in a suite and up front and just Living the life, eating good, drinking good. I, said, I bet, man. Yeah, it's hard work, man. When you Somebody's told me that, yeah. when you told me that, I'm like, damn, he's he's getting yeah. uh, to be up there. And, and Future brought quite a, a quite a yeah a load of names with him. He sure did too. I was taking pictures. I took about a hundred <laughs> pictures with people, man, that night. Well, man, it was talk crazy. Talking about that, you know, these concerts you go to, you also do interviews yourself. Oh yeah. yeah. So, um, what are some Respected names that through the years of your your career Man. coming up is, you know, smooth as Butter Brown or Michaels in Chicago. Yeah. Like um, I've interviewed President Barack Obama. Um, now that there you go, Eddie Murphy, Michael Jordan, Spike Lee, I, Spike Lee and Michael Jordan together. In Chicago, get out of here. Um, yeah, <laughs> um, so many folks, man. Man, so, so many folks. Biggie, of course. Biggie was uh, on my morning show in Chicago real quick. You interviewed Biggie? Yeah, I got pictures with Biggie, too. We're going to post those. Oh, my yeah. God, bro. So, so Biggie came early in the morning. He came with Junior Mafia. Yeah. And I'm interviewing him, and there's three chairs. So my partner, Melly Mel, she's in one of the chairs. She's in the chair on the end. Little Kim is in the chair on the wall, and Biggie sat in the middle but uh, it was early in the morning, yeah, and he had a gas problem, Oof. Uh, you know, and uh, <laughs> and he was like, I couldn't smell anything, you know. I'm across the room, yeah. But little Kim was sitting next to him, and she was like, <laughs> I'm used to it, I'm used to it. So she wasn't budging, but my partner had to get up and run, you know. So yeah, it was crazy. But Biggie was a good interview, man. Of uh, Tupac and my guy Khalil Kane. I interviewed them in Chicago. We ordered some food from Bennigan's. Bro, you the uh, goat right now, dog. Yeah, you man. over here talking about man. some ghosts. Yeah. You over here calmly saying, yeah, I did uh, Tupac and yeah. Biggie. Yeah. Man. Tupac was on the rise. He was. They just put out this movie. It was called Juice. Juice? Juice was the movie. So there you go. They came to the radio station. My boss sitting there, James Alexander, 
Um, uh, Jimmy wanted a ball of thunder. He was getting some uh, Portuguese lessons, and he was about to leave, and he came back to the studio because I was doing nights at GCI. He said, hey, it's a guy named Tupac and uh, Khalil Kane. They're in a new movie. Uh, you want to interview him? I said, I don't know Khalil, but uh, Tupac was his name because he called him Tupac. Yeah. He said, Tupac um, is in the group Digital Underground, so they can come on up. Yeah. They just flew to Chicago to promote the movie. It was just them two. Yeah. And they were hitting up radio stations. Nobody would interview them. So I said, yeah, let them come on up. We did the top eight at eight. We ordered some food from Bennigan's and everything. Yeah. And, uh, Good interview, good interview. I got the pictures to prove it. As a matter of fact, you should be showing them right now. I will, but, yeah, uh, it'll, yeah, it'll get up yep, there, I got man. you, I got you. <laughs> They're on my phone. I got receipts on my phone. But yeah, um, but yeah man, I, I, every interview, I'm, I'm just blessed. Yeah. I'm really blessed to be able to interview some of these folks and meet these folks and go to these shows, you know. Man, so, you know, and, and, and that, like, again, experience and yeah. the, the, just the wisdom, you know, um, these greats, you know, they ain't with us no more. But yeah. I mean, the impact they've made, even after, you right. know, um, right, unforgettable legends. Yeah, I came up in Chicago, the right time during the Bulls era. Era, yeah, all of their championships. That's what I was gonna say, Michael Jordan yeah. too, man. Yeah. How was he? How was he as a person? He's cool. You I know, already just, likes to smoke a lot of cigars. <laughs> uh, well, not back then. Not back then. I never really sit well, at the championship. Uh, Rallies, yeah. of course, but um, um, he's a vodka and cranberry drinker. Okay. Um, just imagine what someone like him goes through every day. Am I going to get your autograph? Can I get your autograph? Every oh, I, single I believe that. Day. So he's a cool dude, real cool dude. When I yeah. first met him, actually, it was in Milwaukee. It was in Milwaukee at this club, Sonny's on Broadway. He was yeah. young. And uh, he came to the club. He put out the Jordan 3s. And funny enough, just the other day, my grandson, who's five years old, he had the Jordan 3s on. And it hit a nerve. They yeah. were the white ones with the red on them. Yeah. So I'm at this club. It's the end of the night. And it's raining like crazy outside. And uh, But the club is packed. And Jordan's in the building. He's with Stepman Graham, Oprah's odd Yeah, yeah. Oh, for sure. So, and uh, some other players. And um, some Bucks players, too. So I said, Mike, I got your shoes on, man. I'm on the mic. I'm putting them on the spot. <laughs> yeah. And I'm on a stage. You know, I came down from the DJ booth to get on stage. And I said, can I get an autograph? So I give him a ballpoint pen. And I'm standing there, and he's on the, on the, on the dance floor. And he signs my shoe. My stupid self wore the shoe. Kept wearing it. Yeah. I should have took it off. You should have. Plaqued that. <laughs> but I do have one Jordan shoe. That he played in. It was the last game at Chicago Stadium. He owed me a pair of shoes and he owed this concession stand worker, who was an elderly lady at the time, yeah. a pair of shoes. So he split them up and he gave her the left one. I have the right one. Okay. So, and just a pair of shoes went for like $1.3 million the other day. I was like, what? But I just have one. So he signed it and everything. Look at you. So. You a millionaire right now. I don't know about all that. <laughs> I think you got to have both of them, you know. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You have to have the set. So I have it in this box. And the lady, I have her name in the shoe. Yep. Now, this was 30 years ago. And she was like 70 then. So I was about to say, so can we uh can we gotta start making them phone calls? I did. Her number's disconnected. It's been disconnected. Uh, so man. Man. I've been looking for her up on social media, but she was she should be about a hundred years old now. She's still yeah. alive, God willing. So Yeah. 
I don't know, but man, yeah. So, so uh, how's Jaquan doing? Jaquan <laughs> <laughs> is crazy, crazy, wild, flamboyant. Um, uh, he's doing good. He is doing just great, just great. Yeah, crazy. He is quick. He doesn't hold back for anything. Hey man, we we hear it through yeah. the, the airways, if, man. If something's wrong, he'll mention it. If anything, Jaquan is Jaquan. Yeah, yeah. So. I, I love it. I always love the conversations, yeah. the, you know, the whole gossip. The, yeah, spice to the yeah. show. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Oh, yeah. I, I think he's one of those points where it's like, yeah, we got to hear what he has to say. Most listened to time of the day. Yeah. On our station. I, I, Singing I, with Jaquan. 348. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Crazy. Man. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, you, you've done interviews. You do the concerts. Mm -hmm. um, and, and those are definitely... You know moments that stand out, but what are highlights of accomplishments or being recognized mm -hmm. as far as going through your career? Um, I got the key to the city in Chicago. Haven't got it here yet. Uh, see, look at this, but, man. Uh, how uh, how yep. is this even possible right <laughs> I now? Know, I know. <laughs> I don't trip on it, but uh, someone told me a long time ago, Jimmy Smith. Um, the guy that got me in Chicago. Yeah. He said, if you don't have a picture of it, it didn't happen. A picture or a video, it didn't happen. Yeah. So uh, people trip on my pictures. And, and sometimes, hey, man, you're just showing off, man. I'm just showing you what I've done and what yeah. I've been through. The people that I take pictures with, they're regular people, just like yeah. me and you. So I got pictures with some of everybody. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, I like going into the schools. Now, I got my career through MPS. Okay. Milwaukee Public Schools. So I feel like I owe MPS a lot. Yeah. So when a teacher asks me to come to their school and talk to the kids, I don't charge them. They ask me to do a dance, hire a DJ, I'll show up for free. Yeah. You know? So I love MPS and I thank them so much for what they've done for me. Yeah. So Mr. Holmes and Mr. K at John Marshall, those were my teachers. Um, I learned a lot through them and look at where I am now. So. Yeah, definitely. Yep. Man, um, and you know that 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 right there that brings me to my next question. Mm -hmm. What ways do you work with the community? Um, you work with MPS. You just you yeah. just stated like, hey, you you're going into schools, doing the whole yep. DJing for free. You oh know? yeah, anything I can, anything I could do uh, to, sh to support. I love my city. I yeah. love my city. Oh, it shows. It yeah. shows. I, I see that, man. Oh yeah, it was one of the biggest things of, you know that when when. I join up with my team and we're looking, mm -hmm. you know, for guests to come on. That's the biggest thing. It's mm -hmm. like, how involved are you with your community? Yep. So. I love to go to uh, anything that's going on, rallies or anything. You know, I love to look out for my people here in the city, no matter what it is. I was with Fat Joe years ago. <laughs> Lean in back. The, in the, uh, <laughs> yeah, in the in the, the Puerto Rican parade. Okay. They do. And, uh, you got a little spice uh, for you, bro? Yeah, you yeah, bring it out? <laughs> yeah. My guy, he said, uh, he said, they know you here, Reg. They know you here. I said, dude, I've been on the radio forever. Yeah. And I, just him saying that, Reg, they know I'm riding the car with him. I'm in the front seat. He's in the back, sitting on the back. They yeah. know you here, Reg. They know you. I just, that's my that, fact. That's like one of, that's one of those moments you just got to be like, wepa. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. It's all good. But I love I love my city, man. I love Milwaukee. Yeah. What um, what, what, what are, you know, you're a public figure. Mm -hmm. You know, so... In, in what ways do you uh, 
try to make the the utmost impact with your position? Good question. Good question. Um, people say that radio jocks are a dying breed. No, they're not. Okay. No, they're not. As a matter of fact, um, um, I was going to, the end of 2017, my contract ended. And I was going to go back to Chicago. I got an offer to go to the station in Chicago. Oh, wow. Um, and uh, I turned it down. I turned it down for family reasons because I love my family. I want to be around them more. But yeah. the money was triple the money. That's called loyalty. Yeah. That's so called loyalty. I turned it down. But um, And my general manager at the time, she's like, there's no one. We don't have anyone to take your place, which sort of hit me in the gut. So yeah. I like to teach the up-and-coming folks that want to do what I do. Because people think my job is easy. Not at all. No, it's not. It sounds easy because yeah. I'm used to it. But um, uh, I like to take people in and show them what I do so they'll get an understanding. And I talk to them. These kids can call me. They want to be me, you know, because yeah. I was like that one day. I Definitely. did internships and everything. And I tell these kids to see if they can get an internship somewhere. Yeah. It doesn't matter what kind of station, what kind of music that they play. Just get your foot in. You know, yeah. you'll never know. Because I got in. I was so lucky. I was an intern. I was an intern at a station. And uh, my job was to get the jock donuts, yeah. to clean up the studio, to wash his car. Like, yeah, yeah. to get him donuts and coffee. That was my job. I wasn't even allowed in the studio where he was as an intern. I wasn't even allowed to go in there. Wow. But he let me come in and sit and see what he did. So he was a DJ that was on the air that did parties at night. Yep. And was late to work the next day because <laughs> he had to be on at 8. Yeah. And I had to be there with all his stuff all set up already. So he kept being late. And back then, we played physical records. Yeah. No computer. No computer didn't exist. exist. Nope. The calculator was the computer. That was Can the computer. you believe where we're at? I know. With, I know. Technology, it's, it's man. crazy. So um, he kept being late and late, but I was there. I caught the bus from the east side to 128th and Blue Mile. Okay. You know how long that would take oh, that, to I, get up? I did my fair share he, of the green limo. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> there you go. So... um. He just kept being late, late, yep. and the big boss would call, hey, man, do you know how to run that board? Wow. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Next thing you know, his shift is my shift. Okay. And he came on after me. So that's how it worked out. That's how I got my foot in the door. So yeah. you, you get, these kids these days, they just want to go right to the top. Yeah. They just want to go right to the microwave babies is what I call them. They want to go right to the top. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, you got to learn the game. Mm -hmm. Stay in it, learn this game, learn what we do, and it's all good. Yeah. Who who would you say, because, I'm, I'm, you know, it, it's kind of backtracks to the beginning of the interview because I asked, you know, influences. Yeah. Um, but more the, the mentors of who really invested their time to help you basically structure your craft. Like, this this yeah. one guy that stands out, his name is Jerry Smokin' B. Okay. Jerry Smoking B. He's with Steve Hagwood. Uh, he, he's the engineer for some of Steve, Steve's station. He's on the air, too. But um, he took his time to tell me stuff about the game. Yeah. You know, um, I carried his records. You know, Jerry B. Enterprises. I carried his records sometimes, you yeah. know. 
I wanted to be him, actually, you know. I yeah. wanted to be just like him. So uh, another guy, Larry the Legend, his name, he was on a station called WZUU back in the day. Okay. And uh, he was the carpet king for a while. Wore toupee and suits, <laughs> the glasses, rest in peace. But um, oh, yeah. uh, Larry would tell me stuff because coming up in high school as a freshman, I wanted to know how he sounded so natural on the air when reading endorsements and stuff. You yeah. Know? Uh, he just said, just look over it, look over it, and memorize what you got. And when you're by yourself sometimes, because people don't know, I had a sort of speech impediment coming up, you know. Okay. Some words I couldn't say back in the day, like packages from some reason. Uh, yeah. Knowledge or just some crazy, knowledgeable was the word, but some words I couldn't say. Yeah. So people would laugh at me when I would read the newspaper out loud in study hall or in a corner just reading the paper, trying to get familiar with stuff. You yeah. know? And then uh, it all worked out for me. Mm-hmm. And then those people that laughed at me, now they call me, hey, Reg, tell tell my son you know me, you know, all that kind of stuff. Yep, you know? that's how it goes around. Yeah, it does. So um, Larry the Legend, Jerry Smokin' B, there's a, there's a few more. Uh, Tom Joyner in Chicago, Doug Banks, rest in peace. Yeah, in Chicago, Doug was. Yeah, that name rings. When Tom and Doug went on vacation, they only wanted me to do their shows. Yeah, so I'm proud of that. um, When I was in Chicago, Um, but yeah, man, those are some of my mentors. Help me out with this game, man. Well, let's do this for them. There you go. Give it up. You know what I mean? Give it up. Got it. Good people. Real good people. You got to, man. Yeah. I, you know, the respect is where it do because look yeah. look where you're at right now, man. man. You don't know how much this means to me, but I, I want to express with you, like, mm-hmm. this means a lot, man, that you believe in the message that I'm trying to push. Yeah. You believe in me and my team. Like, and I know you got a busy schedule, man. Yeah. Um, so crazy. Like, yeah, man. So for That's you to, to yeah. take some time out and just... Be here with me. It means a lot. So, That's good. But it, it branches off of those people that, that were there for you. Yep, yep. You're the future, man. I see you as the future. So yeah. I got to look out. There's an older woman uh, that came to me and said, um, do you remember me? I was like, uh, no, I'm just meeting you. She said, no, you came to my class at MATC and I interviewed you. I was like, really? Was, okay, all right. Yeah. And I just forgot. Yeah. I said, did you get an A? She said, yeah, I got an A. I said, all right. <laughs> yeah. But I like to do that. MATC, the students, they have a great program for broadcasting and television there. Yeah. They have a great program. Well, and uh, Nick, behind the camera really? over here is a product of really? that. Oh, man, yes. And then my editor, yeah. uh, visual editor, Steven, out in L.A., he's... Yeah. yeah, MATC, man. They have a great program. It's probably the best in the city. I would pick them over anyone. But um, sometimes the students will call me and, yep. and ask me to come interview. So I'll definitely go through that for them. Because awesome. they're in the future. You never know. Like the older woman, I didn't know. she. You know, I forgot yeah. to do the interview. Yeah. But uh, she went there. So, so you, you know, throughout this interview, you, you little pieces said, you know, you love mm-hmm. Milwaukee. What does it mean to you? What, what Like being from here, like what, what does it? You know, people, first of all, people ask me, are there black people in Milwaukee? (laughs) That's one thing. And then another thing they always ask me, uh, um, it's happy days. Laverne and Shirley, that's all we know about Milwaukee, you know? And I say, hey, we got the Bucks. We got the Brewers. What's up? We got major teams. What are you talking about? Come on now. Um, But this city means a lot to me because I grew up here and I want to see it blow up. We get a negative image. Yeah. Sometimes the violence that goes on, it's crazy. But- 
uh, we got to rise above that, you know. Yeah. You know, and I always, um, when I came up, I always had something to do, whether it was music, DJing, or I played in a band. I played in a jazz ensemble at Riverside, the band. I played trumpet. I played bass, uh, drums if they needed me. I can't read a lick of drum music today yeah. at all. I never did. But I could hear what's going on. Like I play piano by ear. Mm -hmm. I play piano and I have like, oh, man, I have about six keyboards at home. And just bought this a new Akai 61 key thing. Um, But um, music, you got to pick up. You got to pick up something. Find something that you are into. Photography, whatever. Uh, Parents, let your kids do something. Give them something, a hobby or something to do, you know. Isn't it amazing how the mind works once it clicks with something? Exactly. And and through this, you know, I've always been, you know, complimented on how, like, conversations, I could hold conversations, you know. Right. And it wasn't until, man, I'm 34 right now, 32 is where I finally was like, Mm -hmm. we got to do something. Got to. We got to do something. I can't keep walking. I got four kids that are looking up to me. Yeah. You know, now they're at the age of... Just it, it it has to. I got I got to show them right. show them what what life is about. You right, know? something and has to pop. Something you know? has to. And you're never too old to do something. Morgan Freeman, one of my favorite actors, he started acting at 45. So yeah, you know, never too old. So well, um, still on Milwaukee. Um, mm-hmm. you know, for a lot of people that that don't know. You know, Milwaukee is a is a, a greedy place to grow up in. Yeah, it is. So how did that attribute to you and your success growing up in the city? Um, I just stayed out of trouble. I, I stayed out of trouble. Um, back in the day, uh, coming up, I always had something to do. You know, my mother and father would have me. My father had a, a, a stereo system at home. You know, the... the, the speaker system and everything at home, the turntable in the living room. That was my DJ gear right there. That was my DJ gear. So as I got older, you know, I used his stuff to do. He had Sansui speakers and stuff like that for the living room, you know. know, So I would take that stuff and use it at schools or whatever. And uh, when I got older, I replaced everything, you know. I used his albums and everything. So um, I always had something to do. They wanted to see me win. And you got to be able to see your kids win. It takes know? a village. It sure does. It sure does. Yeah. Neighbors across the street would let me borrow albums. You right. See? And uh, it's crazy. I was just with one of the neighbors the other night. Man, you still got my album? Yeah. But I took care of them. Um, but yeah, you got you got to. You yeah. got to want to see your kids win. Give them something yeah. to do now. or And watch your kids, too. Never be, yeah. be nosy. You got to be nosy. Or else they could be into stuff you wouldn't even know about. You yeah. know? Um, yeah, just like the movie Notorious. Biggie's mom didn't know he was selling drugs. Yep. She thought he had some white stuff that was old oatmeal or, or grits in his room. Yep. She threw it away. You know, you got to be nosy with these kids because it's a different world now. It is. It's a different generation. They could be in anything. So yeah. pay attention to your kids. Well, it's, it's, you know, with the parenting, like my oldest is 13 mm-hmm. and I have two twins. Okay. About to be nine. Wow. Um, and a, a little two year old, but the, for the twins and the thirteen year old, it's yeah. Twins are coming into their personality, and then uh, my thirteen year old, you know, it's just the whole yeah, boy or girl, teenager girl, girl. Oh man, so yeah, it's okay. like you know, me growing up a boy, you know, like 
I've seen in it. Me, you, yeah. we've seen life in a different picture. Right. So it's like, you know, wanting to protect them, you, you still got given a little space, and but not too much, and them not understanding. And yeah. then, you know, with my oldest, she kind of resents it how, like, like my daughter did too. How I like I am, but yeah. it's just because I love you. It's, yeah, I love you, and I want to see you succeed. And right, you know, I, I it, me and her, like I f- are more alike than than she knows. Right, you right. know, but right. My daughter just turned thirty on the thirtieth, so it was her golden birthday. She was in New York doing her thing, her in the weekend. Her and her friend from Chicago, they spent the weekend there. So. um Man, it's crazy. But I yeah. used to hover over her like a. What are you doing? Who's that you talking to? Yep. Who are you riding with? What's going on? Who's that dude by your locker? <laughs> yeah, I was that dude. Yeah, but you got to, and she's on a good path right now too. So. And that's all you can hope for, man. Yeah. yeah, especially in this chaotic world, you know. Yeah, man, I'm I'm, I'm hoping you know, I as they get older, you know, they listen to some of these things, these stories, yeah. and because success is yeah. defined in so many ways. So, um. You know, based off of that, what type of legacy do you hope to leave when when it's time to hang up the headphones, put down the mic? Man, never. I'll never put this down, man. I'll okay, just, yeah. If I, my voice is gone, then I got well, you. Well, I mean like radio yeah. when it when it's time to— Radio? Uh, no, yeah. I'm going to be on radio forever, buddy. I'm going to start my own station. My boy! I'm going to be on everything. <laughs> hey, this is Reggie Brown. I assured oh, you. I just gave the Milwaukee <laughs> the closure. <laughs> there you go. But no, uh, I would like to. I would like everybody to know that I was for the people— People person, I want to see people win. I want to see people follow their dreams. Uh, a guy once said, his name is Donnie Simpson. He said, always shoot for the moon. If you miss, you'll be amongst the stars. Don't let anyone tell you that you can't do something no matter what it is. If you have a dream, stay focused on it and it yeah. will come true no matter what it is. It might take time. Just have patience. So I just want to see people win. And that's the kind of guy I am. Yeah. That's the kind of guy I am. Um, and that's what I want my legacy to be, to, for people to know that they can do anything. Yeah. And I'm living proof. You know, I used to, when I used to DJ these things back in the day, CDs didn't exist. CDs didn't, I used to tape all of my songs off the radio. <laughs> that's right. Cassette players turn over. <laughs> Man, oh my God. You'd be surprised. And that's how I that's how I got my claim to fame. I couldn't afford records in tenth grade. Yeah, I got my paper route in tenth grade, but I was making maybe forty, fifty bucks a week. So, yeah, yeah I would record songs off the radio back then. I couldn't afford that. You got to find a way to make it. You got to do. You got to fake it till you make, make it. it yeah, you got to fake it till you make it. I was playing song. You might be at the prom dancing, and next thing you know, you hear a radio DJ or a commercial kick in. You yeah. Know? I didn't catch it quick enough, you know. Yeah. So, but you gotta fake it till you make it, man. Oh yeah. What um, what advice would you give our inner city youth? Because right now, um, you know, you know they 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 give this negative, mm-hmm. you know, projection of our our city, right? And me and you know that our city is full of potential. Yeah. You yeah. Know? So what what advice would you give to our inner city youth growing up right now in, in this type of time? Good question. What I tell these kids in school, first of all, follow your dreams. No matter what it is, no matter who you are, you can do it no matter what it is. And another thing I say is to stay away from drugs. Mm-hmm. 
drugs will mess you up. I, I got two or three stories that I tell these kids that are real life stories, you know, uh, about drugs. And it's all kinds of drugs out here these days. Fentanyl. It's all kind of weed and stuff. One story in particular, I tell them about Lenny Bias. Okay. Lenny Bias was a player that was drafted to the Boston Celtics. And um, uh, before Jordan, before Jordan, uh, he was the number one draft pick. He got his hat. He got his jersey. He got everything. Um, Lenny, what's the first thing you're going to do when you get your first NBA check? I'm going to buy my mom a house. And this is the story that I tell kids. Lenny went to a party and tried some cocaine for the first time. It was laced with something else. Yeah. And he died. He didn't get a chance to buy his mom anything. And it was a sad, sad story. It's a true story. Lynn Bias, look him up. L-E-N-B-I-A-S, Lenny Bias. Um... But it was just horrible. That's another story that I, I tell these kids. That can happen to them. Yeah. These drug dealers these days, they just want to get you addicted. They just want your money. Yeah. They don't care about you. They want to get you addicted. They want you coming back so they can win. So stay away from them drugs. Stay clear. You never know what's in them these days. Yep. You know. So uh, that's something that I tell the kids. You know, Of course, follow your dreams, but stay away from them drugs. Man, it's bad. And that's a different world these days, man. Oof. It's all kind of drugs out there, man. It's crazy. Yeah. But stay away from them. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Man. Well, I will say thank you. Thank you for coming on here. Thank you for sharing. Thanks um, for the invite. Man, it's like I'm really trying to give flowers to those that have put on for this city. That's those that are in the works of putting on for the city and just, you know, really, really show this next generation mm -hmm. coming up. This is what it's all about. Yeah. So I, re I really appreciate you, Reg. And, and again, man, I, I'm a fan, always will be. Thank you for giving closure that you don't plan on leaving because yeah, you won't. No, of course not. <laughs> yeah, man, I appreciate you for the invite. Where are the chicken wings and stuff, man? I know, right? Where are the drinks? Where's the bottle, man? Bro, you give me water, man. That's all I get. No chicken wings, no celery. No. I got I got your flowers out, out in oh, the other man. room, bro. Oh, I give man. them to you. I don't smell anything. Where's the food? Where's the wings, the steaks and stuff? Uh, I'm just joking with you. Nah, it's all good. <laughs> but um, man, thank you again, and 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 let's keep putting on for the city, appreciate man. Appreciate it, brother. Appreciate. It. Thanks for the invite, man. man. As as usual, man. All right. Well, your head out.